The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. And we are going to start at the one, two, third, fourth line, Gufa. So we see what the quotes in Mamashna. Guys running after a Mitzi'ah, an animal that has a broken leg. So it's running and it goes to a guy's field. So we said in the Mishnah, what? That the Hatzel of the guy that it goes through is Koneh for him. Amar Birmiyah, Amar Birmiyah, Ushirat Sahalehein, Omagiyan. So to be Yirmiyah, so it's only talking about a case where he can actually catch up to the animal himself. It's not running that fast. So if he can catch up to it when it's in the field, so therefore the field will be Koneh, even if you didn't uh, actually run after him. You have to have the physical ability to catch up to it. Oh, so it's a similar question. What about matara? Because we have a da'at acheret. It's being makneh. Not a mitzi'ah that's coming from mefkir. A matara where somebody else is being makneh into your field. Do you have to catch up to it? So the Gebra says, Kibla minay rabi abba barkana afapish ratzacharein ve'en magi'ah. By matara, even if you don't catch up to it, it doesn't matter, the field will be koneh. Because again, you have two things working over here. You have the da'at acheret, it's being makneh the matara, plus the... Field itself. So even though you're not standing next to the field or you're not being able to catch up to it, it will still be enough. You took a wallet and you want to be to your friend. So you threw it, it went through one door and it flew through the house and it came out the other window or the other door. So the question is, is Hatset Kone? How can Hatset Kone? It didn't land. Well, avir she'en Do we say airspace that's not destined to land in the house itself? Kimunach dameh. Although everybody would agree, if the if it would land actually in the house and somebody grabbed it out of the air, no good. The field is koneh because airspace over a land is considered the land, and therefore, since it's destined to land, it's considered in the field itself. Our question is: Do you consider airspace? across a field that's not going to end up landing in the field itself. It's going to land outside, but it just flew across the airspace. Is that considered a Kenyan? Isn't that our Mishnah? So a guy running after Mitzvah. It's talking about a case what? Where he's running after the item and he can catch up to it. And he asks, what about a matana? And he asks, So you see what? That even though, by, by a case of a matana, where he's being makneed, even though he can't reach up to it, meaning it's going to go, run right across the field, it's not going to be in his field, it doesn't matter. So you see what? That even though it's not in the field, it's not, gonna, not destined to stop in the field. By a matana, the field is koneh. Similarly, you have da'at the guy's being makneh and anniki. Right? So even though it's flying through the field, even though it's not going to land in the field, with the da'at ha'chayret, and the uh, fact that it went through the field, so we call it just like a matana, where he's giving him the animals a matana, the animal ran through the field, even though he can't catch up to it. What's the deen? Nabir Miyah said, it'll, it'll work. So 
No, you're talking about the animals rolling through the field. Rolling is different than flying across. What do you mean? Uh, which means the case of a hefetz that's metgalgil on the aris, that's considered like it's munah. Which means this animal, I guess, that's going through the field, it's walking through the field. It's like metgalgil. So even though it's running through it, let's say, it's considered on the ground. So something on the ground, you consider kimunah dameh. Something that's flying in the air, that's different. Who says that if it's not going to be so for the nuach, who says that that's going to be good or not? So you cannot bring a ra'ayah from Amishnah, which is a case of mitkalgeh, it was rolling, to a case where it is flies. You have no ra'ayah. Mishnah. Mitzi'at beno. Okay, his son finds something. Person's son, ubitoa ketanim, or his daughter, as long as they ketanim, mitziat adov shifhatoa kenani. He has an avid kenani or shifha kenani. They find something. Mitziat ishto, or his wife finds something. Hare elu shelo. In all these cases, it goes to the father, or it goes to the master, or it goes to the husband. Okay. We understand by the case of Beno Bitoa Ketanim, that already we have a Pesukim over here. Koshvach Ne'orim Le'aviyah. By Ketana, we not already Masin Ketubot, that even in Ara, all her prophets go to the Father. Koshiken A Ketana. By Avid, we understand why. Gufo Kanui, he owns the guy, he owns everything of the guy. Bashikha as well. And by Isha, because of, uh, we don't want to make Eva, uh, it's going to cause the Shalom Bayit. So therefore, Bishu Eva, we give the uh, to the husband. Uh, oh, but if the children are gedolim, if they're older, mitziat avdo v'shato ha'evrim, or if it's a Jewish slave or maidservant, mitziat ishto shigirsha. If let's say he divorced his wife, apa bishulonatan ketubayin, he didn't give a ketubayin. Hare elu shelahen. They are allowed to keep it. There was something I was going to explain. Amar Shmuel, mepenema amru mitziat katan le'aviv. Why did you say that the mitzvah katan goes to the father, which means must be a holding that min torah a katan does not have a kinyan, and therefore uh, the rabbis could have made a takana either way. The rabbi, because min torah katan in no kinyan, so for some reason the rabbis made a takana now that what that the mitzvah katan will go to the father because if the katan had a kinyan from the torah, the rabbis would not. Override a Torah law to take it away from the kid. Right. And therefore they gave it to the father. Why? Why not let the kid keep it himself? Because what does a kid do usually when he picks it up? He doesn't even have to come out and pick it up for himself. Right away he runs it to the father. He doesn't hold it in his hand. So that's the coming out of the kid. Which is when he picked it up, you got to assume he picked it up the tzorech, the father. The memra the sabashim oel katan let lezichiyah lenafsheh medeoraita must be you tell me that when a Torah the kid does not have a zichiyah because if the kid had a zichiyah medeoraita if he was able to pick up something from the Torah it was his the rabbis would not give it to the father they would say he's picking it up for himself and not really anyway the kid doesn't have anything uh, pick it up with the kinyam and then then that different gets not saying stuff. Anyway, he doesn't pick it up for himself. He's probably picking it up for the father. Therefore, you know what? Give it to the father. Well, interesting case. A guy hires a worker to work in his field. 
Okay? Now the guy's worker, the worker's kids are aniim. Okay? They're poor. So the law is going to be, Yilakid beno acharav. So the worker's kids, they can follow their father in the field and take all the leket shikha and pe'ah. Yeah, because he's only a worker. He's only a worker. So therefore, no problem. He's allowed to have his kids stand behind him. They're on him. They're entitled like everybody else. However, but if he goes partners in the field, he's a sharecropper, 50%, that's one third or one quarter. Now his kids cannot go after and, and do it. Why? Because the law is an owner is not allowed to take from the lake of his own field. He has to leave it for, even if he's Ani, he has to leave it for somebody else. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, Let's catch up Rashi here. The rule, the assumption of the Gemara is what? The naked of the kid goes to the father. Oh, so in the first case where the father is only a worker, let his kid get the naked, so let it go to the father. The father is entitled. He's only a worker. But if the father is an owner, so that what's going to happen. The kids cannot take. Because what's going to happen? It's going to end up that the father is getting the naked. He doesn't entitle because he's an owner. The Bible says it doesn't matter. Even if he's an owner, the kids can go behind the father and take the naked. Oh, and Shemuel clearly said, Halakha follows the Bible. If you're going to say, that a katan has a kinyan with the oraita. So then I could say, the kid is collecting, it's his. And the father then is getting it from the son, not from the field. Therefore it's okay. However, but if you say that a katan has no kinyan with the oraita, and everything he picks up, Goes to the goes to the father. Abu Ashiru, the father in the case where he's a sharecropper, he's considered an Ashir. Amai. So then why So then why you allow his kids to collect after him? Which means Shmuel, you cannot say that a kid does not have a zichiyam edoraita. For sure, he must have a zichiyam edoraita. Kid has a zichiyam edoraita. You know why? Because you yourself are possessed like Rabbi Yosef. And what did the Biosir say? Even if the guy owns the field, his kids can collect the lekech chapeah. What's the pshat? Must be that mina Torah, the kids own it themselves. So therefore, even if they give it to their father after, they're giving it from themselves. That's why it's no problem. But if you're going to say that the kids don't have a zikhiyam and whatever the kid picks up right away goes to the father, how then is the Biosir allowing the children to collect after the father? So go straight to the father's not allowed to take the lekech of his own field. So Gebra says, hey, Shemuel ta'amad etanad didan ka'amad, vele lo svira le. Which means, what do you want from Shemuel? Shemuel was just explaining the Mishnah. But that's not about Mishnah. Which means, when our Mishnah said, Mitzi'ad beno ubito, the Mitzi'ad, the kid goes to the father, Shemuel, Shemuel doesn't agree with that Mishnah, by the way. Shemuel really holds like Rabbi Yosef, that the kid owns it. But I was just explaining the Tanah of the Mishnah. According to our Mishnah, our Tanah must hold that the kid doesn't have a Zichiyah. Therefore, when he picks it up, Mr. Mike's picking it up 
for the father. But I don't hold like that. I hold like the Mishnah over there by Lekech Chalpe'ah. The Mishnayot, there's no problem to argue with each other. One Mishnah can argue on, a, a, on another Mishnah. We thought Shemuel was arguing on himself. Because Shemuel was explaining our Mishnah, and then he's Posek like Nabi Yosef. Oh, what are you doing? No, I was just explaining the Mishnah. But really, in Halakhat, Posek like Nabi Yosef, therefore really a kid has a Zikiyah Medoraita, therefore according to Shemuel, by the way, if a kid would find the Mitziah, keep it. Keep it. You won't take it away. You don't follow this Mishnah. You won't take it away from him. She was explaining our Mishnah, but he's Posek like another Mishnah. Just because he explains the Mishnah, really, he holds like does the Biyoseh indeed hold that a Katan is Zohar in the Torah? A Katan finds an object. Which means we don't want you to take it away from them to keep peace. Bia says, hey, you take something away from a katan, that's considered gezel. Ramadan Chazda, gezel gamun midibrehim. It's gezel midrabbanan. So both rabbis are saying, Tanakaman the Bia says, Tanakaman says you can't take it away because of Darke Shalom. And one rabbi says the Bia says, gezel midrabbanan. What's the difference? It's all drabbanan. So give a dafkamina, lootsiabidayanim. Can you take it away from the guy that grabbed it from the katan with judges? If you say it's only a darke shalom, don't take it. But if he took it, take it out of his hand. But if you say it's gezel, gezel mudrabanan, then already the judges will even take it away from the guy and give it back to the katan. In any event, what do you see from Rabbi Yosef? But that the kinyan of the katan is only mudrabanan. If you tell me that a katana is a zikhiyah de oraita, if somebody takes it from the katana, it should be gezel de oraita. But you're saying it's only gezel with the brem. So Kazu Yoran says, Elamar Bayeh. Oh. You know why? Really, I'll tell you that a katana only has a zikhiyah. There's no katana, there's not a zikhiyah de oraita. And really, I'll tell you, everybody holds, whatever a katana picks up goes to the father. Oh, so then how then did the Biyoseh, who Shmuel was posek like, he allow when the father's a partner in the field, that the kids should go around and collect the Chaurah, it's a problem, because the father's being zokeh in this stuff, how can the father be zokeh in this stuff, he's an owner of the field. Now, Yehuda says, En amar bayeh, asa'uha kimi shalchuba nemushot. As well as Masechet Makkod, we learn about Nemushot. What is Nemushot? Umarat says over there, What is Anim go to a field, they scour the field. Okay? If the Anim scour the field, all the other Anim, they get the report. The, that field over there was, uh, was, was, was rummaged already, was picked out already. So what do the Anim do? They make huge, they give up, uh, to get pass. Next field. Next field, don't, don't even go there. Now once they relinquish their rights, even the owner is allowed to take it back. Because now it's his kid. So whoever goes there now to take it, 
after the first rummage, or the second round, already the Anim say this field is cleaned out already. Oh, that's called Nimushot. Nimushot are those rummagers that clear the field out. Well, similarly, when you have a worker working in a field, and he's got his kids trailing behind him, the Anim get the report. And they come along and say, oh, that field over there? Pass it. Oh, no, 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 nothing left. The guy's got his kids right behind him. As he's cutting, the kids are right on Pass. So therefore, what did the Anim do? They relinquish ownership. Now, this naked compass is considered Hefkir. Now, even the owner can be Kunin. That's why the Biyosef said that even if the guy owns it, the Shalish or Rabiya or the Mehsa, and his kids are behind him, really, I'll tell you, in the Torah, a kid does not have a Kenyan Deoraita. So if you don't have a kid Deoraita, whatever the kid picks up, goes to the father. What do you mean? But the father's an owner. How could you say that? Ah, because it, even if the father would pick it up himself, he would be allowed to. You know why? Because all the Alim give up hope. Because when you have a situation like that, where a worker is being trailed by his wife and kids, they all say, there's nothing here, there's nothing here, it's automatic. Uh, automatic is scared. So the Alim don't really have to be there. They're giving up, yeah, they get, they get the word. They get the word, that's real, the piss, it's over. So therefore it's scared. Comes again what Alim says, Amaleh. That's a good trick. Put a, put a lion in your field. So that all the Arim will see, oh, there's a lion in that field. Pass, I give up. Now you take everything to yourself? That's what you basically did. You put a worker in the field, and he has his kids following him. So basically, you orchestrated a situation to scare away all the Arim so they can take it themselves? What are you doing? So Gibran says, Ela Marava, Asu, She'eno Zocheh, Ke Zocheh. You're right. Really? The son should not be able to pick up this, and the father as well should not be able to be Zocheh. Should not be able to. Because bottom line, he's an owner. And an owner cannot. But you know what? The rabbis instituted and they made. In the Eno Zocheh, the father, like a Zocheh. You know what? Give it then. Why? My ta'ama anim gufayu nihalehu. Because the anim are happy with such a takana. Because when they get hired to be a worker in somebody's field, their children will also collect for them. Which means, really I'll tell you, really a kid, whatever the kid gets, goes to the father. Oh, so in this case over here, it's a problem. Because whatever the kids are going to get goes to the father's not allowed to take the stuff. He's an owner. You know what? The rabbi said in this case, let the father take it. Because we know no Ani is going to challenge it. The Ani is happy. They didn't make Hifkir. But you know what? Take, take it. It's okay. It's our stuff. We'll let you take it. You know why we'll let you take it? Because one day, we'll be the beneficiaries of this Takana. Yeah, exactly. One day they'll hire us. And our kids will be behind us. And then we'll get it also. We the kids. So they were such a case where they really... A child does not have a Kenyan Doraita. And whenever he picks up like a Mitzi'ah, goes to the father. In the case of Nekech uh, Chalpeah, that's already a Tekarara. He made a non-Zokhe like a Zokhe, because the Anim are Niha. Let's just get the two dots. This, what we just said, with Katar and Gadol, argues on Rabbi Hayab and Abba. Basically, till now we learned what? Katar is a minor, uh, six years old. Whatever he gets goes to the father. And what's Gadol? 
Gadol is not a 13-year-old. Whatever he picks up, remains by him. We learned in the Mishnah, literal, Katan is Katan Mamash, and Gadol is Gadol Mamash. Yes? The Bechaya argues on this. Bechaya says, Amar Bechaya Barabah, Amar Bechaya, No Gadol, Gadol Mamash. Velo Katan, Katan Mamash. When the Mishnah says Katan and Gadol, it doesn't mean literally a minor or an adult. Ela Gadol, Vesamuk al Shulchan Abiv, Zehu Katan. Katan ve'eno somech al Shulchan Abiv. Zehu Gadol. Katan and Gadol is depending on who's supporting them. You could have a kid that's 15 years old, but his father supports him, he's a Katan. Therefore, whatever he picks up, goes to the father. You could have a 6 year old that supports himself, he's a Gadol. Whatever he picks up, he keeps. Therefore, according to the Bihayah, it's not age, it's support. Whoever's being supported by the father, you gotta give it to the father, he's supporting you, you're gonna keep the mitzvah out. Nice. So, you're being supported, you're a katan no matter what age you are. You're self supportive, you're a gadol no matter what age. That's the depend who's supporting. So, we have two ways of looking at it. Is it katan, katan mamash, gadol, gadol mamash? And the question is, does he have a zikhiya or not? Or you say no, it's referring to the support system. Yamara continues. So we said the Ebed uh, of a person Ebed Evri or Shifcha Evriya She finds a Aveda So they can keep it They keep it themselves There shouldn't be worse than a worker Vitanya we learned in Ebraita Mitziat Poel That a worker can keep his Item that he finds for himself. When he gave him a specific job. Nechesh imi is what? Take the weeds out for me. Ador imi hayom or dig for me. So long as he gave him a specific job, so then he keep the avedah because I'm not the high for every item. So therefore he could stop digging for a minute, go find the mitzi'ah, take it for himself, and then he, he pays back the balabayit uh, for the time of but if he tells him general, do all work for me. You're mine today. So then the mitzia goes to the balabayit, and seemingly an avid, all his time belongs to the balabayit. Shifcha all the time belongs to the balabayit. So why does the mishnah say that they get to keep their own mitzia? Amar bar Amar nokev margaliot askinan. We're talking about an avid that's doing a specific job. What is he doing? He's being nokev margaliot. He's uh, digging for pearls, which is very, very expensive. And therefore, she'en raborotze leshanoto lemelacha acheret. The uh, Adon does not, even though the Eved, all the melacha, let's say, belongs to the Adon. However, this guy's doing a specific job. He doesn't want him to change. Because he'll make more money if he finds a pearl than if he uh, gives him the mitzi'ah. So he don't want the mitzi'ah. The Walabad is foregoing the mitzi'ah because he'd rather him uh, uh, do the, uh, the pearls that he's involved in. So therefore, in that case over there, in Ekanameh, he will say that uh, the, 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 the mitzi'ah uh, will belong to the Ayavid. Look at Lashi. Lashi says, Look at Lashi, Lo yeh ila pu'il. Lo yeh avdo. Tanina, the Messiah told the Malabayit, Bismanchilo Pirishlo de Esemelacha, 
Sikharov. He doesn't specify what he hired him for. Oh, so the first answer of the Gemara is no. That he actually hired him for being no kev margaliyot. And therefore what? If he's being no kev margaliyot, the master does not want the Evet to mevatil from the melacha to go and take the mitziah. However, if the Evet does go and mevatil, so of course he can keep it, but he has to pay the master back for the time off that he was uh, involved in searching for the, well, taking time off looking for the item. So that's the first command. It's the Eved, Nokev, Margaliot, Askinat, She'en, Ah, here's the key. Okay, read one more line. She'en, Rabor, Otseh, Leshanoto, Lemelacha, Achere, that the Adon does not want to switch him to another Melacha Rashi. Hilkach, Doni, Haleshi, Yagbi, Elo, Mitzia. He don't want him to pick up Mitzia. You're right. A regular Eved, Picks up a mitzia, beautiful. The Adon gets it. In this case, he don't want his Ayyad picking up a mitzia. Why? The mitzia, me'ula bidameha, misachar bitun melachto. That's right, which means the mitzia is going, not going to be as much as the bitun melacha. No shikha. Right, it's not so prevalent that the mitzia is going to be worth more money than what he's doing. Hilkach i itrame ve'eshkach. Therefore, if he finds something, shelo. He's got to compensate the Adon with the Schar of the Bitul. Rabbi Amar, the case is talking about where he didn't have to do any Bitul Melacha. Where as he's doing the work, he found the Bitsi'ah. So therefore, he doesn't have to uh, compensate the uh, Adon in this case over here. He's able to uh, keep it uh, for himself. She says, He didn't make any Bitul Melacha. Hilkach. When do we say that a worker has to give the item to the to the to the to the, to the, to the employer? That's when he took off time from work. So you got to give them to the adon. over here as he was working, he found it. He kept it himself. He hired him to go find mitziot. What do you mean he hired him to go find mitziot? Uh, that's what it says, that a, that a worker gives the mitzi'at to the... He's not answering Eved. He's answering the worker. When a worker, we said in the Blaita, has to give the mitzi'at to the employer, that's about a specific case of Papa learns. That's talking about where he hired him to go find mitzi'ot. How do you hire a guy to go find mitzi'ot? Which means where the fish gathered by the pond... What happened? As she says, there was an overflow in the uh, in the stream in the river. So what happened? All the fish floated to that area. And the water dried up. So he told them, "Go, uh, go find me mitziot. Go find me those fish over there." So he went searching for the fish. In that case, whatever that goes to the balabite. But a regular case of a worker, according to the papa, unless he specifically hired him to go find mitziot, and the 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 the, um, the, every, the, the, the worker keeps his own mitzi'a. Okay. He told me that a shifcha, meaning a ma'avriya, she works. Who gets the mitzi'a? She gets to keep it herself. You want to want to know the case. 
If she already reached uh, puberty where she has two hairs, what is she doing there? Once she gets two hairs, she goes out free. So she's not a shivrah. And if she didn't bring two sarot, if the father is still around, the father gets it. Which means, we have a rule that says, the mitzi'ah of the ketana belongs to the father. And again, if her father is not around, then she goes out free. Because when the father dies, the the to say that when the father dies, the lady, the girl goes out free from the Adon. What's the case that you're telling me? She has Sa'arot, she's not a Shifra. She doesn't have Sa'arot, what's the case? She has a father, it goes to the father. She doesn't have a father, she goes out free. So they would give me the case that you told me that you have a shifcha that's working for an adon that gets to keep her mitzi'ah. So the Gabbara says, what are you talking? Velav itotav rishlakish. Wasn't rishlakish refuted? So therefore, if rishlakish was refuted, that means we could say the case is talking about where the uh, father died and she still remains a shifcha and therefore she gets to keep her, uh, she didn't bring two sa'arot. The father died, so she gets it. So the Quran says, Nema mehai nameh Oh, so maybe not only can we break the shakish from another, we broke the shakish from another question, or we can break the shakish from here. And the fact that you see there's a case that the shifcha gets to keep it for us, the only case can be talking about is where the father died, so you see what, that the shifcha does not go out with the father's death. So we can break the shakish from our case. Says, <laughs> the father is alive. Oh, how could it be? Umay shilahin. What did it mean when it said in the Mishnah shilahin? We said shilahin means the shifcha. No, It's coming to uh, uh, exclude Raba, which means Raba, not Raba, the rabbi, Raba, her master. Which means, doesn't mean she gets it. It means the master doesn't get it. And that goes to the father. That's what the Rishad was saying. Uh, Shifcha that doesn't have two sa'arot, and the father is still alive. Not piru shilahin, shilahav. Oh, we thought shilahin means hers. No, it's not hers. Shilahav. So why don't you say shilahin? It means the master. It's not the master, it's theirs. Not the man. Which one of the theirs? The father. So then we have no question on Mishtakish uh, from our Mishnah, because I can say the case of the father is alive. We have no idea what happens to the status of the Shifcha when the father dies. Comes again and continues. Girshah. Okay, what do we say? A uh, lady finds a lost object. What do you got to do? She got to give it to the husband. She gets divorced. She gets to keep it. Uh, it's obvious, no? She gets divorced, she has no ties to the husband. So when I says, Girisha, Pshita. Of course, what's the question? She's The guy threw a get to her. It's Sefek close to her. Sefek close to him. Remember we learned that case in Girushin? According to Rabbi you throw a get to a lady. For her to be Mikurish, it's got to be close to her. You have a Sefek. You don't know, is it close to him, close to her? 
therefore she is considered sefek megureshet. Damar bizera marshmal kol makom shor hakamim megureshet vene megureshet baala chayav mezonotia. It's sefek. So therefore, the lady still gets mezonot support from the husband. Now, what's the whole reason why the rabbis instituted that when a lady finds a mitziah, she's got to give it to the husband? So there won't be machloket. Correct? We don't want now the husband to say, hey, what's going on? I'm supporting you. I'm doing all these things for you. You're going to keep the mitziah? However, over here, there's eva anyway. Why? He wants a divorce. So he happened to throw the get, he didn't throw it correctly. It landed between them, there's a safek. But there's eva anywhere over here. They still have a stripe. They want to get divorced. So in such a case, so the hadush is, even though she's safek, she gets to keep the mitzi'ah. Because the whole reason why you're giving the mitzi'ah is not to create mahlokin. There's mahlokin there anyway. They're, they're trying to get divorced. What are you going to say? Give it, give it to the, okay, I'm going to give it to the husband. Why not? It's going to be shalom by it? It's not going to be shalom by it. It's still going to be eva ve eva. So therefore, in that case over there, Safek Megureshit, the Mitzi'ah belongs to her. That's it. Ita'eva ve'eva. Baruch Adonai. Amen.